Hey, my name's Allison Hamill, and welcome to Holy Punk, a podcast where I discuss all things punk. Last episode, we talked about punk kind of as a whole. What is punk? Is it still alive? That sort of thing. In this episode, I'm going to discuss a major player in the punk movement, arguably who started punk and created the punk aesthetic as we know it today. That is the Sex Pistols. Now, if you don't know the Sex Pistols, well, then you're in the right place. Today, we'll go in-depth and discuss who they are and why they became so popular in the industry. The Sex Pistols were a rock band formed in London in 1975 by manager Malcolm McLaren. Now, Malcolm McLaren's motive in starting this band was both to combine 60s pop music and 70s rock music, but also to promote his clothing brand that he created with Vivian Westwood. Vivian Westwood and Malcolm McLaren were at the forefront of punk fashion starting with the launch of their first clothing brand in 1971, but we'll get much more into that in a later episode. The band quickly gained attraction as they gained a devoted teenage fan base and lured in the British press with their unlikeness and rebelliousness. They were unlike any other bands during the late 70s. In 1976, they released their first single, Anarchy in the UK, which you can listen to now. The song quickly became a national sensation, as it was very controversial to a lot of people because of its message advocating for violence against the government. Their anger and intentions towards the United Kingdom's government can be evidently heard in the verses of their song. These controversial lyrics can be heard in verses of the song such as, I am an antichrist, I am an antichrist, don't know what I want, but I know how to get it, I want to destroy the passerby. After the release of Anarchy in the UK, the Sex Pistols were dropped from their first record company, EMI, and then later again from their second recording agency, A&M, as their songs created a lot of disagreement throughout the United Kingdom, as each record complained of the difficulties they had in promoting their songs. As in an interview with Bill Grundy on the Today Show in 1976, the Sex Pistols became known for their outrageous, controversial attitudes. Let's take a listen to the interview. Are punk rockers, the new craze, they tell me. They're heroes, not the nice, clean Rolling Stones. You see, they're as drunk as I am. They're clean by comparison. They're a group called the Sex Pistols. And I'm surrounded now by all of them. Just let us see the Sex Pistols in action. I've received £40,000 from a record company. Doesn't that seem uh, to be slightly opposed to their... Anti-materialistic view of life? No, or... more the merrier. Really? Yeah, yeah. Well, tell me more about You're it. We fucking spent it, haven't we? <laughs> I don't know, have you? Yeah, yeah. it's all gone. Really? Down yep. the boozer. Really? Good Lord. Now, oh, I want to know shocking. one thing. <laughs> what? Are you serious? Or are you just making me, no, trying to make gone. me laugh? Gone. Really? Yeah. No, but I mean about what you're doing. Oh, yeah. You are serious? Mm. Beethoven... Mozart, Bach, and Browns have all died. Really? What what, what are we saying, sir? Wonderful people. Are they? Oh yes, they really turn us on. But they do. Well, (laughs) suppose they turn other people on. That's just their target. It's what? 
Nothing, a rude word. Next question. No, no, what was the rude word? Shit. Was it really? Good heavens, you frightened me to oh, death. All right, so what you about you games. girls behind? I've got your dad, isn't he, Are you, uh, <laughs> granddad. Are you worried or are you just enjoying yourself? Enjoying myself. Are you? Yeah. yeah. That's what I thought you were doing. I always wanted to meet you. Did you really? Yeah. We'll meet afterwards, shall we? <laughs> you <laughs> dirty yeah. son. Yeah. You dirty old man. <laughs> well, keep going, Chief. Keep going. <laughs> Go on, you've got another five you seconds. Say something outrageous. You dirty thing. bastard. Go on, again. <laughs> you dirty fucker. What a clever boy. What a yeah. fucking rotter. Well, that's it for tonight. The um, other rocker, Abel, and I'm saying nothing else about him, will be back tomorrow. The interview caused a lot of outrage in the general public. It shocked people that groups such as the Sex Pistols were being broadcast on television, and it outraged them that they acted the way they did, with their swearing, sardonic, rude comments. In 1977, God Save the Queen, their second single, was released, and undoubtedly an anthem in the punk genre, and created great controversy which you're listening to right now. It became an iconic turning point for punk as it went against the United Kingdom's social and political standpoints. The song's title also created great offense as it took the name directly from the UK's national anthem, as the anthem starts off with saying, God save our king. We just heard the lyrics, God save the queen, the fascist regime, they made you a moron, potential H-bomb, God save the queen, she ain't no human being, there is no future, in England's dreaming. Those lyrics clearly represent the band's controversial viewpoints of the UK, as they display a general sense of hatred towards the British monarchy and a general anti-authoritarian stance. Also, to remind you, the song was released on May 27th of 1977, right during the Queen's 25th Silver Jubilee, which created another major controversy in itself. As you just heard in the audio clip, the lyric No Future comes up multiple times within the song. The lyric represents the mindset of the punk attitude. No future represented the motto of the punk movement, as they believed they didn't have a future anymore with all the constant social, political, and economical issues taking over the world. The motto captures a sense of how it felt to be young in 1977. No feelings, no future, and the constant pull of corruption on the youth. Arguably, God Save the Queen created more scandal than their first single, Anarchy in the UK as after their release, they encountered a lot of harassment during their time in the United Kingdom. As many saw the song as an assault on the morals and values of British culture and an attack on civilization itself. One politician during this time, London councillor Bernard Burke Partridge, even wished sudden death on the group. And as can be heard in this audio clip, he discusses his disgust with punk rock. My personal view on punk rock is that it's nauseating, disgusting, degrading, ghastly, sleazy, prurient, voyeuristic, and generally nauseating. I think that just about covers it, as far as I'm concerned. Um, I think most of these groups would be vastly improved by sudden death. The worst of the punk rock groups, I suppose, currently are the Sex Pistols. They are unbelievably nauseating. They are the antithesis of humankind. 
I would like to see somebody dig a very, very large, exceedingly deep hole and drop the whole bloody lot down it. You know, I think uh, the whole world would be vastly improved by their total and utter non-existence. Despite their popularity and growing fan base, the Sex Pistols encountered a lot of government bans within the United Kingdom because of the controversy their songs created. Because of this, the Sex Pistols often faced a lot of difficulties in playing their music. On May 31, 1977, the song was banned on radio airplay from the BBC, as the BBC described the record as an example of gross bad taste. As a result, in January 1978, the Sex Pistols went on tour in the United States, where they would actually go on to hold their biggest show to date in San Francisco, California, taking in about 5,000 people. Yet, the show would go on to be their last performance. Shortly after the performance, the Rolling Stones went on to make some not-so-pleasant statements about the show, stating, The sound was absolutely atrocious, and Johnny Rotten's voice started to give out. Though, after the tour in the United States, the band split up soon after, as the tour went badly for them for a number of reasons, and they no longer worked well as a team. In just their short span of 26 months as a band, the Sex Pistols shaped both punk and rock and roll history and influenced a number of artists after them, from Joy Division, The Smiths, Green Day, and Guns N' Roses, to Nirvana, as they created a name and culture for punk. Undoubtedly, the Sex Pistols created the punk scene as we know it, but during the late 1960s, the punk scene was starting to shape in the United States, which we will discuss in our next episode. Thanks for listening, and I hope to see you in the next one. And don't forget, stay punk. Bye.